Welcome to Hot Springs Village Inside Out, a weekly podcast where Hot Springs Village, Arkansas is the star. Join me, Randy Cantrell, and my co-host Dennis Simpson as we discuss the history, facts, people, places, events, lots more surrounding Hot Springs Village, Arkansas. Visit the website at hotspringsvillageinsideout.com. Today's show is brought to you by Central Arkansas's favorite radio station, KVRE. Find them on the dial at 92.9 FM. Stream them live at kvre.com. Today is 280. Yeah, we're 280 days old. On Friday, February the 25th, 2022, Dennis and I got on a Zoom call, started kind of having a conversation, cutting up, doing what we do, decided to hit record, and that's what you're about to hear or watch. We appreciate you. All right, as a new property owner. A new property a, owner. Well, and I've been a property owner now for, I don't know. I don't. When Four was, months? No, not quite. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Was it Thanksgiving? Uh, so, yeah, so three months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three yeah. months. New property owner. And we get asked all the time by people, you know, to, to give some insights for people that are interested in moving to the village, for people that have never been to the village and people, people that are starting out much like I started out and I'm still way behind the eight ball, by the way. I mean, there's still a ton mm-hmm. of things that I don't know, uh, that are interesting to me, but as a new property owner, uh, I've been especially mindful because well, an election, I've never participated in an election. Mm-hmm. Well, you're not going to this year either. Are you now? No, 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 I'm not. And, and yeah, I'll, I'll be interested to hear your, your take on this. And while we don't wax political, we're not stupid. There, there are political events that happen. And are we, do we shy away from those things? I, I that, that's not the right. I don't think that's the right phrase. Do you, I don't feel like no, we, we, we just don't take just a not stance. We're not going to, we're not going to bury a cross in the ground and go, okay, it's gotta be this way, you know? Yeah, no, 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 no. And, and, and our Facebook group does not, does not behave that way at all. Mm. Our audience mostly does not behave that way. I mean, it's, Mm. it's interesting to me as we, you know, we started the podcast and we are, I don't know, we're, we're 90 to a hundred days away from our first anniversary. So we're still super, super young and, uh, I won't belabor it, but another thank you to everybody in the audience, you know, for come on the little podcast that could, and, and, and who knew we could, uh, we thought we could, but weren't sure. And some days we're still not sure, but here we are, but as a new property owner and, and trying to understand the, just the whole mechanics of the way the village works, which is still, is still puzzling to me, but you and I had a conversation some days ago there were a number of candidates who were going to run for, for the board. Uh, one candidate dropped out. Then Chris Jones, he takes a job that's going to, um, eliminate his ability to sit on the board. And then we had an incident with one of the board candidates. And uh, anyway, uh, and all of this was very puzzling to me. I will only preface it and then I'm going to turn the mic over to you. I'll only preface this to say that those of you that have not been to the village, those of you that are looking at the village, those of you that are intrigued by the village, continue to be intrigued because 
who cares about the politics? You know, I've told people before, I mean, until they start until they, until they start draining the lakes and shutting down the golf courses and clear cutting all the woods, you know, I've said, who cares? I get Mm -hmm. it. We care. Mm -hmm. I don't mean that literally. However, I live in a community in the Dallas Fort Worth area and our city council is so messed up. It's not funny. We've never had a mayor that knew straight up, but I've been here for over 30 years and it's home and the schools are good and the streets are fine and the water comes on and the utilities work and, and your trash gets picked up and I, and I, I, I love it. I just don't care. I just don't care. I don't, I don't live my life. Those of you that love politics, like I love sports, I get it, I guess. No, I I would tell you, I would tell you, let me introduce you to college football, (laughs) but if you don't want college football, then I get it. But the election stuff, you know, I've had a ton of questions. I've asked you and Jeff Atkins, who we've had on the show before a previous board member, multi-time board member. Mm -hmm just trying to understand okay so the terms and they come in and they can sit on the board for this length of time and okay wait a minute this other person they ran at the same time but they don't serve as long and it's all just so confusing so my only preface all that to say this my only preface is don't let any of that jade you or turn you against hot springs village arkansas there you your community politics, wherever you're listening to this program for, are not that great either. <laughs> well, if they are, let's hear about it, but I'm let's, really not interested. Uh, email us. We'd love to hear it. Oh, no, I don't want to hear about it. I, I'm going to remind you. I'm going to remind everybody that uh, I know a guy. I know a guy, actually a customer of mine. And I, I'll, I don't want to get too far off track before we answer some of these questions, but I'll tell you how the whole state of Arkansas works. So there was this guy named uh, Clinton. You may have heard of him. Ran wild, odd. If you look at his candidacy, it was the oddest thing. And by the way, I have been on stage with him. I was actually the music director at a church where he spoke one time. And um, interesting guy. I'll give you that. But uh, Bill Clinton got elected. Who knew, right? Well, then Jim Guy Tucker steps up to the microphone and he, he was the Lieutenant governor, which was just a placeholder type deal. Jim in, in our guy, Jim guy, Tucker, oh, well, now, Jim guy, Tucker, good. nice guy, tall, thin, lean, gray headed guy. Now had kind of Sandy blonde at the time. Nice, nice, nice guy. I mean, really nice guy. Uh, got a SBA loan for a cable company. He owned called County cable and just South of little rock. And that SBA loan came up and uh, after he got only, only after he became governor, did they think that they had to review that SBA loan? Now he took the SBA loan. He applied it to make some improvements on the cable company. And he also made some other improvements that were not specified in the SBA loan. So he ended up spending time in an orange jumpsuit only after he became governor. Let's, he wasn't of any interest, but before that. So we have a special election and some random pastor out of Southwest Arkansas becomes a Lieutenant governor who, who knew, who knew they were going to find Jim guy guilty. And that Mike Huckabee would become what some people believe one of our best governors for a very long time, a very, very even handed guy, just like, and I'll, I'm going to give the compliment to AC Hutchinson. It, those of you who know me, and, and this is the deal for us, Randy, I, I'll guarantee you 95, 98% of our watchers and listeners on this podcast and on our Facebook page are moderates. 
I'm not a Republican. I'm not a Democrat. I'm a common sensor. Sometimes this party has makes common sense. Sometimes this one doesn't. Sometimes they're all just an embarrassment. All of that to say, I'm let's move back to do what a capitalist. I'm a capitalist. <laughs> we're capitalists. That's for hard capitalist. You know the the fact that we're not making any money off this podcast would not prove either one of us. Well, I didn't say I was good at it. <laughs> I said I was diehard. It's a principle, by golly. So it's a principle. So, so you're saying that there's a precedent for chaos in politics in Arkansas. There's a precedent for chaos yeah. everywhere. And, exactly. And, and, and let's be frank about it. Everybody that capitalizes on it makes a buck. They, they, they come around. Yeah. Uh, Mike Huckabee just moved back to Arkansas. He built a $4 million mansion, 3.6. Uh, four million, three and a half, three point six million dollar mansion on the Pensacola coast of Florida, uh, and now that his daughter is running for governor, which ought to be pretty good, she was his press sec- was Trump's press secretary. You know, of all the things, <laughs> you know, the the dump truck that ran up and down the street here picking up trash. I'd rather have done that than have been Trump's press secretary. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a tough job. That'd be a tough job. Tough I don't job. whatever side of the fence you fall yeah. on. Yeah. That's a tough job, people. Yeah. So let's talk about the board. First, let's talk about the, the, the concept and the pretense and the intent. And I want to say this again, people that are listening near and far, and I realize we have to reiterate some of these things. From 1970, uh, Cooper was the developer. Cooper is still the developer. I like these people. They're good folks. Um, they are capitalists. It is their job to make money. If they didn't make money, we wouldn't have a lake behind me. We wouldn't have all these other things. In the midst of that, probably about 1972, they formed a private nonprofit corporation called the Hot Springs Village Property Owners Association. Now, uh, for most people, you would say, well, we have an HOA. Well, that's a homeowners association. Well, not everybody that owns property here has a home. As a matter of fact, the vast majority, yep, there's Randall, uh, the vast majority of people, what, some 80% don't have homes here and they do still pay POA dues. So Randy, let's recap assessments for a vacant lot like yours is Mm -hmm. 43 bucks a month. And for a property I'm sitting in today is what? 63 a month. I think. Yeah. That shows how much I pay attention. Right. I I pay a lot of them, by the way. I think that's right. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's a step up. It's not, it's horseshoes and hand grenades. We're close. It's less than a hundred dollars for for most people is what you need to know. Uh, but that said, and it's based on the criteria, the delineate, the, the delineation is a water meter. If Randy had a water meter on his property for whatever purpose, just to irrigate the weeds, he would be paying the homeowner rate. And, and, and for me, I have a water meter. So, you know, I pay the, and so, uh, I'm chasing a rabbit, but I'll be quick. A lot of people are buying double lots in the village. If you have two lots, if one has a water meter on it and one does not, you pay the lesser rate on one lot and you pay the water meter rate on the other. So you could build your home on two lots, pretty much an acre lot kind of thing or bigger. But now that said, uh, and we have several positions on the board. I think it's eight and I think, uh, or is it seven? I've got to remember. So but, the, but, so the, the, the POA was formed roughly in 72, you said ish ish. Okay. It's going to be right in that area. Yeah, yeah. And, and at that time you have to understand Cooper was bringing in, and, and I mentioned this with somebody the other day, Cooper was bringing in between 50 and 80,000 people a year. Uh-huh. And they were adding tens or thousands, at least not tens of thousands, but thousands of lots a year. 
you know, it's easy to manage funds and easy to, to manage a, a business when there's growth and there's money and there's cash flow. Yeah, no problem. Uh, as Stephanie, uh, Stephanie uh, Heifer, one of our most recent guests who we love dearly, who's now at our Vest Bank, said in 2006, Cooper and the POA split paths and there was never a, a, a plan for what they were going to do. They hadn't had negotiations or discussions about what we're going to do. It's just like Cooper said, well, we're, and, and to be very, very specific, Cooper said, we're going to cease uh, building uh, activities. We're not going to build more lots. We're not going to build more homes. We're, we're ceasing that. Did they go away? No, no. To be very specific, they did not go away. But the did marketing they, stopped. The marketing stopped. The people coming in, all the thousands of new lots, all the, all the new money. Because Cooper knew that there was going to be a massive correction in the market. And to be frank about it, Jeff mentioned that Jeff Atkins, who was on our show, who's on the board three times, uh, his, he made the comment. We didn't know if Cooper was going to be here next year. We didn't know if they were going belly up, which we look around now and we go, Oh yeah, that couldn't. Yeah. That could have happened any time yeah, in the anything's, past. Anything's yeah, possible. Sure. At any so time. the POA gets formed and right straight away, I would assume part and parcel of the POA being formed is the board. The board is formed. Uh, and, and as I, I give this analogy and I, I don't think it's an oversimplification, but when Cooper was in charge between 72 and 2006, what actually was happening is, is that, you know, they would, Cooper would say, we're bringing all these people in, we're bringing all the money in, we're doing all this. And the POA would go, okay, we've got a new golf course. Let's talk about what we're going to charge for the rates. Well, Cooper being the developer and wanting to have more people coming in and sell golf at cheap rates would go, why don't you set the prices here? Now, Cooper wouldn't say the price is going to be this, but they could have, I guess. I mean, so the board was more of a perfunctory mechanism. And I hate the term, I really do, but it was more of a rubber stamp. And at the time, now remember, all these board positions are free, volunteer positions, no money. The, the bylaws or the declarations will not even allow us to pay you. They get a per diem, but that's about it. Uh, an iPad and a per diem is a, about all it comes to. But all that said, they wouldn't allow them to be paid. Well, why would it be a big deal? Back in the 90s, you might meet for one time a month. You might have a yeah. discussion about what you're going to do. You might vote on everything and kind of rubber stamp it and move on down yeah. the road. Well, not quite the time commitment that it is today. Not quite the time commitment. We have a forestry committee. We have a finance committee. We ha I looked just before we got online, I was actually looking at the calendar and it seems like there are four, three to five committee meetings a week. Yeah. And everybody that's on the board is assigned as a liaison to one of these committees. Right. Tucker, the, Tucker Omohandro that we've seen many times on, on the board is actually a liaison to the forestry committee, which I met with the other day in forestry and common properties, which Todd Nullis is on yep. as, as the, the, uh, the, uh, employee, uh, he's on the ACC, which is the committee that decides where you build and all that fun stuff. And it would be worth, we'll come back to the ACC in a minute. Uh, but the bottom line is, is that there are three-year terms and they're rotating three-year terms. So a gentleman asked me right before we got online and people we need to shout out to John Skopisniak, great guy, great, great, great listener and, and follower. Uh, he asked uh, when we had the news from today that I'll cover in just a minute, he said, who gets the one-year term or the two-year term? And I'll explain what's going on. We've had, uh, we had what, six people running for the position for four, four seats. 
mm-hmm. and uh, one of them dropped out. Mm-hmm. The other one had an instance at the gate where he didn't want to show his his uh, his membership card, or he didn't have his membership card. It happened a couple of times. Uh, and the gate staff stopped him, backed up a lot of traffic, made a big hullabaloo. Uh, he ca- said, call the police. They know me. They came down, they identified him. It took a few minutes by now traffic's backed up past the inner, you know, past, past the uh, highway. Um, and the board met and decided to rescind Mr. Kurt Dingler's, um, uh, uh, amenities or his ability, his privileges. His privileges. Now, that, that doesn't mean he can't come into the village and get to his property. Of course, he can always do that. You can't limit somebody's ability to do that. Um, but in his appeal, he argued that's what they were trying to do. And, you know, it's one of the things that I'll just go ahead and say it. I like Kurt. We're buddies. Talk all the time. Not a big deal. Uh, Kurt has some absolutely valid points. He has a valid point here and there. And you're like, ooh, that's a good point. And then he may discount it by saying something else that you're like, what? So he can be a very divisive character. I like the guy. I don't have anything against him whatsoever. But that said, the board chose to suspend his privileges. So we now had four people for four seats. There are three. I believe there are three three-year terms. And there is one two-year term. Well, typically, if we had voted the person who got the most votes would have got the three-year term. The second person would have got the three-year term had there been a two-year term. So we would fill them in order of the votes that they got. Well, part of the deal is, is because we're not having a vote, we've already printed up all the ballots. But because we're not having a vote, we're saving about $20,000 in postage. And if you've mailed postage lately, it yeah, it adds up quick. So that, that's a valid concern. But we're not going to send out the ballots at all. I guess putting them in the recycle bin, but we're not going to send out the ballots. We're simply going to let the four members that are the four people who have asked to be on the board or running for the board assume those positions. Well, how does the fourth one, who do we determine who the fourth one was? Alphabetical? Nah, usually they draw lots. You know, okay. whoever pulls the lowest number out of the basket only gets the two year term or whatever. I started to say um, this can't this can't be the first time that something like this has happened. No, this this has happened regularly before. Okay. It's, it's not that uncommon. Um, but I will make note. And, and it and shows it, you just how people are clamoring to be on the board. Oh, we can't wait. We can't wait. Uh, I was at the radio station like the other day. And for punishment. Exactly. I was at the radio station the other day and somebody was telling me about a uh, POA, uh, a uh, employee of the POA that uh, people wanted him gone. And I'm like, are there people standing in line to take this job? I don't think so. You know, just like the the and and have I heard it before? And by the way, Randy, you're available now. You could run for the board, too. Yeah, that ain't going to look at those eyes. Yeah. Yeah, Anyway, my point being. Um, I don't even t- want to criticize the board, much oh, I, less I, be I, on no. it, you know. Well, so. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, and, and I'll tell you what, I, if you'll notice, you and I repeatedly in the nearly year that we've been doing this, we repeatedly appreciate and, and make commendations and say, thank you for being on the board. This is not, uh, you know, I mentioned Tucker Omohundro a minute ago. Um, I love Tucker. I really do. I didn't say Tucker and I've never had a cross word. And I say cross, just a disagreement. Uh, I met Tucker in 2003, I think. 
So we both, we're coming on 20 years. He's been here longer than I have, certainly, because he's a lot older. I love it when he hears that. He'll get a, he'll get a kick out of that. Oh, yeah. He'll yeah be tell, really him, tell him I said that, Carol. He'll get a kick. No, no, no. He's a fun guy. He really is. But we don't agree on everything, and we don't have to. That's cool. But I can still honor and appreciate what he brings to the table and how hard he works for that committee. Might not be the way I do it, but he's doing it in my stead because I'm not the guy standing up there and taking the bullets, if you know what I mean. Well, you know, and that, I think that's another valid point to emphasize. It's the way you and I roll and the way we, we choose to roll on this podcast is we, we don't, we don't have to, we have a lot of POA folks on here, uh, primarily because we're curious. I'm ridiculously curious because there's so much, I still just absolutely don't have a clue about. And I really want to know what these folks do and the audience is the audience has proven that, that they appreciate it as well. You know, we're, we're meeting some of these people that, that haven't really had a, a platform to have much of a public presence. And it's just kind of cool to, uh, these are real people. These are real people with real backgrounds and real education and real experience and real families. And it's just, it's just kind of cool. Um, but all that to say this, it doesn't mean we have to see eye to eye. I don't know where the way the world is working today, it's like, I must let you know how vehemently opposed to you. I am. It's just not how we, it's, it's not our worldview. It's not the worldview of this podcast or this show. And, um, and it I'm won't glad, be Randy. It won't no, be. I'm glad We're, for that. Well, and here's the deal. I, you and I, and, and if people don't know this personally, personally, you and I feel very, very strongly about our convictions. And, and, and we may not make that clear. We do feel very strongly about our convictions. You won't find people that are more, more convicted about what we feel. But we don't have to. We're not looking for, for disciples. We're looking for friends. We're looking for people and co-supporters that can say, hey, this is a great place. We love this place. This is where we're going. We, we can draw the line of professionalism that says, I don't have to tell you my personal opinion. You probably can deduce them, but I don't have to tell you what my personal opinion is on this matter because I'm not trying to convince you of that. I want to tell you about Jason Temple. I want to tell you about Todd Knowles. I want to tell you about Ricky Middleton. I want to tell you about John Paul. I want to tell you about Kerry, Kelly Haley. I want to tell you about these Charlie uh, Bo, uh, Brown, these great people. And I, I wrote this just on Facebook, on our Facebook page today, for those of you who aren't watching or listening that, and I understand if you think that our POA, and this is obviously directed to the POA the owners and members here. If you think that somebody in our POA is a, a slacker and lazy and, and incompetent and they don't know what they're doing, that's because you don't know them. You haven't spent the time that Randy and I have. And I mean, spent the time Randy and I have to meet these people and go, whoa, 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 whoa. You got a master's in what? Really? You spent how many nights at school? I mean, were you not impressed with some of these people, Randy? Oh, I've been impressed with all of them you know, all of them, but I have a built-in bias, as you well know, you know, I, I do, I do some executive coaching with some city government folks here in the DFW area. And I happen to know firsthand that these are people by and large, and this is also true in hot Springs village, Arkansas. These are people who, who could in the free market, they could go out and they can make more money. Yeah. Oh yeah. Now I realize that some people think these people are grossly overpaid. No, they're not. They're not grossly overpaid. I would go you so far as to tell you none of them are overpaid. I, I don't know the 
pay structure, but I can almost promise you there's nobody at the POA that is grossly overpaid. They could go elsewhere. Yes. Would they have to leave hot springs village? Yes. Could they? Yes. I mean, come on, Jason temple graduated from Texas A&M, a renowned engineering school. Um, Jason, Jason could go somewhere else and make more money. He just, that's just a fact. Well, to, to tell you, and it would to not be you, difficult, by the way. No, it wouldn't. He, I think he could probably pick and choose, especially, and I don't mean this wrong, especially after being here. I mean, he has a great position here. It looks great. He has a fantastic resume. If, if all he wanted to do was pat his resume and move on down the road, this would be the perfect time. Well, the point is these people are here because they want to be here. Yep. And yep. the other thing that I think has come across in all the interviews is what I already knew to be true of people who do this kind of work. Because, come on, it's tantamount to city government work. I get Hot Springs Village is not a city, and it's not city government, but it's the equivalent of. It's city government work. Yeah, it's the, it's the equivalent of. And it takes a special breed of cat to do that kind of work. And you have to have what all of these people have demonstrated, and it's a spirit of service. Hmm. And there aren't 100% of the population does not understand that. There are some people that just aren't bent that way. I get it. I respect it. I salute it. But the people that do that kind of work have a different, they're in it for something more than just a paycheck. I mean, it, Todd, Todd is the most recent interview that we had. Todd Knowles, Forestry deal. Commission, Forestry Com- Committee and uh, I mean, Common Property. If this dude does not epitomize and reek of <laughs> trying to help people, yeah. And just wanting to help people. And you can tell it's genuine. You can tell it's just the way the dude rolls, right? It's yeah. just, it's yeah. just who he is. It's just the fabric. It's just the fabric of, of who these people are. And I think it comes across. I want it to come across because I don't think there's anything contrived or fake about it. Um, yeah. So, so there's that. No, I'm, I, I'm really, I'm really appreciative. You know, and these are big investments. I don't have a house there, but you know, Ron and I made a, we made a, not, not an insignificant purchase, you know, of some property in there. Um, so I care, I care about some of these decisions and these things that get made. Tucker recently, you know, has challenged the board to let's go back and look at this nickel and diming his phrase. Oh. You know, well, which, which is exhausting to the laity, exhausting. I I respect that. Now, I don't know what's going to come of that, but I'm pretty interested. Yeah. Remember I'm a capitalist, so it involves (laughs) capital. I'm, I mean, I'm really interested. Um, are some of the things crazy and insane? Well, people that come to the village would look at it and think so, because it's, it's just so it's just not congruent with the way we've lived our lives until you've lived in a community like hot springs village. And there aren't many of them where it's not, it doesn't have any taxing authority. Municipalities are operating in a whole different business structure and they've got hotel tax and they've got, they've got all kinds of, of state and local and national government money. Turnbacks that, that hot springs village does not, does not have any access uh, two, um, you know, sales tax, um, which in the pandemic, most every city, every municipality 
benefited because guess what people are doing sitting at home ordering amazon and mm-hmm. so sales tax numbers went up and revenue going into cities hot springs village does not benefit from these kinds of things and so i understand it as a business guy they they need revenue they need to yeah. generate revenue i get it but i do appreciate tucker bringing up you know i mean are we well we really let, need let, to nickel and let, dime as he said yeah but let, let's split hairs Let's split real hairs here. Well, I don't have. Well, well we, we, what 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 follicles you and I can split, and I do mean this, in in the meeting, in the in the uh, the meeting to suspend Kurt's uh, uh, privileges, and then the appeal later on. One of the things Kurt said was, "Is that charging me for a decal to get in the village?" Now, to be to split a hair here, you don't have to have the decal to get in the village but it's the easy lane of sorts. You get to get in the right lane and come in easier, right? I mean, it's, it's a greater ease of access. And one well of the worth things, ten, well worth $10 is the well, quote from Randy. Yeah, and, and Randy <laughs> has a point. Anybody's got to agree with that, but I was yeah. quite, I was quite p- pleased to be able to spend the $10 and breeze on through the right lane. It was, it was a privilege of, tax for you. I, Randy. It was so, a privilege tax. So much. So we named a show, you know, <laughs> what it's like to live in the right hand lane. You know, it's great. Well, that said, that said, but well, but and people, we did bury the lead back up. Yeah. So in part of the revoking of privileges, he was, he was a candidate and his candidacy was well, the, I don't the, know what the, the right word well, would be. Well, no, and, and to, to be very frank, the the uh, the exact letter of the law was the uh, the press release today uh, came out and said that because they had reviewed his candidacy, they had an attorney review his candidacy, and it said to be on the board or to be elected on the board, you had to be quote in good standing. Now, in every other instance, at any other time, what that meant was you paid your dues. Okay. Uh-huh. But in this instance, because he's literally suspended, he, he, he can't play golf. He can't play to pickleball. He can't play tennis. He can't go to the Coronado center. He can obviously use the trails or whatever, but yeah, yeah. you get my point, can't, but because can't run, can't run for the board, right? Exactly. So he's not a valid candidate. So that right. was excused. Right. Well, and one that's of those the reason for no election, because that left, exactly. that left a vacancy that mirrored the number of candidates. Right. And I don't know if this is why I, I will never try and speak for Tucker, but I don't know if that's why Tucker said, let's talk about this nickel and dime thing. But I will tell you that that was kind of the part of the piece that 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 uh, Tuck, that uh, uh, Kurt was talking about was, you know, you're charging me for a sticker to get into my own community that I'm already paying assessments for. Now, and, and you don't know this, Randy, three, four years ago, and by the way, if we had Jeff Atkins on here, he would be frothing at the mouth right now, because three or four years ago, the, the decals were, were free. We're trying to get Jeff well, so we didn't. We were trying to get him healed up we and didn't, over we, first, we yeah. didn't want to raise his blood pressure. He, he doesn't need that today. Uh, but no, the, the decal stickers used to be free. So if the okay. decal stickers used to be free. Is it nickeling and diming? Well, I'm not going to be. I'm not going to be the guy who says that that sticker cost ten dollars. No, I mean, there's no, no way that sticker cost ten dollars well, to produce. Well, so but let me let me make my point. Something other. I mean, I, I don't. My, my point is is that Kurt, in the middle of being kicked out or having his produce his privileges suspended, mm-hmm. made a valid point, and Tucker was big enough to say, you know, he has a valid point. Let's look at this nickel and dime thing. 
You know what? Yeah. We, we don't have to agree all the time, but if we can get to the place where you'll go, Hey Dennis, that's a valid point. We're in the middle of a heated discussion and you go, that's a valid point. Let's talk about it. I'm a happy camper. Well, like I said, the genesis of this whole show was summed up in one word for me, understanding. And I'm not trying to make some political statement because I'm not, polit- I'm apolitical. Don't care. But you're a capitalist. I'm, I'm, I'm tickled, tickle pink that I was fortunate enough to be blessed enough to be born an American. So there's that. Amen. Amen. I, 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 I could be fearing for my life. I could be in Ukraine right now. I mean, you know, we've seen some of the videos and stuff and it's just, it, it it's horrifying. Um, you know, heart goes out to anybody who's in a war torn country. I have no concept of what that would be like. I'm not crazy enough to just take that for granted and just to assume that I deserve this. I don't, I got lucky. I got really lucky. We all got really lucky uh, with, 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 with that, but understanding, you know, I, I, there's so many things that I still want to understand that I don't understand. And I just know getting worked up and getting hot under the collar and berating each other does not facilitate me understanding. It certainly doesn't help me try to be understood when somebody's in my face. It just doesn't work. It just doesn't work. Mm-hmm. So I'm really tickled that the audience has, has accepted us as graciously as they, as they have. And all this stuff, all this stuff as a new property owner, I'm like, okay, first election, first shot out of the barrel. And we've got this, you know, we've got this big brouhaha going at the gate and whatnot. And Hey, he, he's a big boy and he can, he made his own choices and would I have done it? No, but it's fine. You know, I, I don't disrespect him. I don't agree, but he chose to do it and, and it's, but, fine. but, but I'll, I'll tell you, Randy, I'll tell you where you and I both come down and I don't even have to ask you, I respect his right to do it and I will honor his right to do it. If, if, Hey, you know what, if, if you want, if, well, how can if you, you don't want to agree you, with, how can you prize freedom and not, <laughs> you know, I just, you, I and remind I people, you, you and I were having a conversation before we hit record and we were talking yeah. about, we were talking about just some personal things that are neither here nor there, but Dennis and I had this conversation and, and a lot of it was about faith and we're not going to, we don't have Bibles under our arm. We're not going to beat you over the head with it. But, you know, I told him that one of the biggest lessons for me in recent years was the realization now intellectually and spiritually, I already know this, you know, that, that the God that created us gave us the capacity to both love and hate. And the difficult thing for me through some of my personal struggles in recent years has been the realization that the God that created us with the capacity to love and hate also gave us the capacity to love him or hate him and your call. Yeah. You know, and I, I can't, I get that it's a double-edged sword, but I, I think the same thing about being an American and our ability to, to have, make these free choices, a choice I would make. No, but there are people that are going to, there are people out right now. We're recording this on a, on a, on a Friday evening. Mm-hmm. Well, there's all kinds of sin and mayhem going on, you know, on a Friday night. I don't care how cold it is outside. Right. I mean, there's a lot of people out doing up to no good. 
bad things after you know, midnight and even before midnight. We don't have to approve of it. And if they break the law, then, or if they break in the case of the POA rules, mm-hmm. if they break rules, then there, there are consequences for those. They may but, see officer Middleton or chief Middleton or one of his, his uh, deputies, but people can still do it. You know, there's been this whole Joe Rogan thing, you know, and his podcasters, Dennis and I've kind of probably paid closer attention to that than, than the average bear. But I mean, so, so Rogan has these conversations and he has these, in some cases, these guests that have very different viewpoints and, you know, the world wants to cancel him over it. I mean, if we're going to start shutting down people's ability, Kurt can do what he did. Is there a price to be paid? There is. He's He's paying it. He's currently paying that price. Does he agree that he should pay that price? He clearly does not. He appealed. He, He lost the appeal. Other people can debate all they want ad nauseum, all of that, but okay, due process and all that. And, and there you have it. Would he do it again? I don't know, but if some good can come out of it to your point, if it did drive Tucker to think about nickel and diming, I don't know that it did, but if it did, mm-hmm. okay. I salute you, Kirk. <laughs> yeah, well, I salute Kirk and I salute, I salute Tucker for being, being, being big enough to say, Hey, he has a point. Yeah. Uh, do maybe too. we don't agree, but I, you have a point and, and I will, I will reiterate. And I say this until the day I pass out freedom of speech includes speech. You don't agree with, you know, Kurt wasn't standing in a, in a, in a crowded theater screaming fire. Nobody was endangered by this. Were they inconvenienced? Yeah, maybe whatever. Right. But the bottom line is he has the right to do that. I have the right to do that. Well, I have to own up to the consequences too, but I have the right to do that. Uh, Everybody. I mean, I'm not you you and I both, and probably 98% of our moderates who are listening to this are not going to go, well, he shouldn't have the right to do that. No, he should, you know, it's just an issue. Well, I'll tell you what, I want to, I want to come around to some other things real quick before we wrap up here. I want to make note that we had a show with Jim and Andrea, who are leaving the home plate at a yeah, heartbreaking well, by time, moment. Yeah, by the time wow. by, the, by the time this is broadcast, they're gone. They're gone, and they have had their their show, which we recorded live. Their toes are in the sand, or really close to the sand. Yeah, uh, they're they're on the they're on a boat. They're either on the boat or they're in Belize by this time. And God love them, and and honor them, and respect them, and appreciate it. Uh, it was a gut wrenching decision. It looked like by every stretch, wasn't it, Randy? Yeah, you know, but come on, in that live stream that we did with them that we rebroadcast just last Tuesday, it, it was, yeah. uh, I get it. You know, I think all of us, all of us get it. And we're not in the restaurant game. You know, no. we're, we're not in that hundred hour a week kind of a game where you're, you're in essence, you're married to your spouse, but you're also married to your business. It's a whole different ball game. Well, in that, that instance, you're that married to your, your wife, your spouse, and, and your, uh, your, your spouse yourself and your job and you, yeah. you know who get who gets top billing yeah and I, I mean i can tell you we had enough conversations we had enough private conversations you know with them um to know that it was they so care about the place they so care about their customers they so cared about their employees and listen they they said it in that show so it's not any big secret but it bears repeating i guess you know, they went to great lengths and took an extraordinary amount of time to get this right. Well, nearly a year. And not every business owner would have done that, you know? Yeah. So I'm, I'm tickled. I'm tickled that it worked out 
uh, for them. I'm tickled that it worked out for the new owners and we hope to have them on here sooner than later. And I'm, I'm, I'm really pleased that the tradition of the home plate will continue and you've got a special connection there with scraps and all that. So who has not barked in this entire show, if I'll make note, he'll start barking now. He was, de- he was defending now. <laughs> he was defending the front door. He's probably <laughs> napping now. He was yeah. defending, defending the front door from the FedEx guy a few minutes ago, yeah. you know? Yeah. Well, let's talk about who we have coming up by the time this plays, uh, Mr. Tom Clark, mm-hmm. the engineer, I guess you would say, or the designer of virtually all the golf courses. He didn't do DeSoto, but that's the only one. And he redid well, DeSoto. He, he so. would have just, he would have just aired Friday. So mm-hmm. we're airing Tuesday after him, but. We're also going to have another, we're going to revisit a conversation. We're going to, there's way more. Yeah. Dennis has had, he's had lots of, he's had minutes and minutes and minutes of conversation with Tom. I have as well, separate and apart from Dennis that we didn't record. Mm-hmm. I mean, that we if, wish we kind of yeah, wish we had, yeah. if y'all, if y'all think that we, we did not even touch, we didn't touch the tip of the iceberg mm-hmm. with him. And so Lord willing, the next time we visit with Mr. Clark, who is the architect of the golf courses. So go back to last Friday's episode and you can see that. But then the next go round, we'll have John Paul join us. Mm-hmm. We'll have John Paul with Tom Clark so they can talk about it together and how they built yeah. or remanufactured. Well, we realized that. that we didn't even know enough to even guide the conversation. And John oh, yeah. Paul, John Paul knows details and stuff that, and these are stories that just need to be told. In fact, Tom said that one of the motivations he had to, to agree to this we this just this history needs to get captured he was smart enough wise enough to recognize that so well because because if we don't it's not going to happen by itself it's not going to just keep no that's right that's right and And speaking of golf we got some other folks you know i mean stephanie stephanie has hooked us up with tom you know so we'll have tom heifer and some other golf cats on to uh matt and, uh, and I think we've got Kevin Sexton lined up who from the POA. And, and by the way, uh, I want to tell everybody, we, uh, I had the opportunity to go to the meet and greet, which you're going to, oh, this is going to yeah, be Mr. March. Hale, so, Kelly yeah, Hale, this is going to be the GM. second week of March. So when this broadcast, but it, this is the last week of February. Uh, and I went to meet Mr. Hale and, yeah, uh, Hale. I thought, well, I thought that it was going to be. Um, you know, him in a room and, and him maybe speaking and then asking questions or whatever later. But I mean, he's at the front door for two and a half hours, shaking hands, seeing everybody personally. And I'm like, literally wow. a meet and greet. Yeah. Oh yeah. Literally a meet and greet, but, but, well attended. but wait, there's more. I yeah. walk in and there is a table from every department and every committee, uh, from the, uh, POA. Oh, there uh, you go. And it was, it was, that a was smart. It was genius. And out in the middle, they had they had a big projector up front. They were giving away POA coupons and 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 uh, drawings and whatever. Right. And out in the middle, they had uh, Clampets, Explorer, Beehive, uh, Tanners, and uh, some others had provided um, uh, barbecue sandwiches, baked beans. Oh, there you go. I, I had just eaten, so I wished I hadn't. You know, I could have picked yeah. up a free meal if you. Yeah, know there that. you go. Did you win anything? I didn't. No, I wasn't really there. I kind of came. You'll learn this about me, Randy. I come skidding in the door at five thirty, and it closes at six. You know, and when I'm there, people are pouring like out. You the don't doors. think I already know that about you? Yeah, you you've learned that about me by <laughs> now, right? Yeah. Anyway, but when I walk in, there's a table. This is, you'll get this, people. This is very funny. Uh, my wife, who is a beautiful CPA, but she'll get this joke too. 
there's a table immediately to the right. And I'm trying to think if it was, um, Oh, permits and something, you know, and there's people there and they're kind of talking and there's another table and it's the accounting department. And there are three nice enough ladies. Did they call sit- you over and tell you to. No, no, no. Bill? Yeah, yeah. Because they were wanting to talk to me. Yeah. There were three ladies sitting like this, bored out of their minds. Just watching. Nope, nobody was talking by. to them. No. And they weren't talking to anybody else. You go to every other table. People are standing up. I go down to the end. Yeah. Charlie's standing up. He's talking with this Charlie uh, Brown. Uh, he's talking about things. I go to the center table. People are offering me food. I go over to the, to the uh, police. So did you table. go over there to break the ice with the. Folded no, arms, no, 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 no. They looked, they looked way too serious. I didn't okay. want to tell them I was married to a CPA. Well, I, I figured you might and, go over there. Well, and well, the I get over to the police table and Ricky's like, Hey Dennis. And I'm like, you yeah. know, should the police know me that well? Should, should they know me that no, well? They probably should. They, uh, no, I don't think they should. Probably should. Uh, pro- <laughs> truth be told, <laughs> Charlie and, and compliance should know me better. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. not breaking laws. I'm breaking uh-huh. policy anyway. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so, and just a kick in the, in the, in the, uh, in the pants here for, for, uh, Ricky, uh, they're still taking applications for the citizens police Academy, which sounded awesome, which we need to have more viewers. People need to know more about this, Randy. That was a fantastic program. Ricky did a great job. It's very, very interesting. Uh, I meant to fill out an application while I was there. I want to go through the citizens Academy. I think that'd be interesting. Next table over was uh paul sage who we had a chance to meet with for advertising and promotions Ke- uh, kevin sexton uh there was another table i'm missing and then at the very end there was matt at the golf table and then i went back around and stood in line and waited for just a couple of minutes and i met all these people and, and uh who was the lady for habitat uh goodness is what we've oh, got yeah. people oh yeah yeah we've got um Man, it'll I'm come back to yet. me uh, me too. It's a Friday afternoon. It's been a long day, yeah, yeah. but, but we've got many, 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 it was a, it was a, honestly, I, I salute, applaud and thank this audience because when we walked in, when I walked in, these people were like, Hey, I've seen that podcast. We know about that. Tell us, can we be on your show? I'm like, Holy cow. Yes, you can. And, um, the lady who runs uh, habitat for humanity, SM or her initials. I don't know why I can't, I remember that, but I can't remember her name. Yeah, uh, Cindy, Cindy, Cindy Wagstaff, SM. Yeah. Cindy Wagstaff. Where'd I get that? Her husband, know. Robert Wagstaff is a tennis pro who we're going to have on uh, Cindy Wagstaff, who runs the re uh, the, one of the rehab that they own the restore pro uh, store down at the bottom of the hill. Yep. Uh, we're eager to have them on. They were eager to be on. Uh, walked over, stood in line to meet Mr. Hale, walked in to Mr. Kelly Hale, the new, the new, uh, uh, the GM. And I said, I'm Dennis Simpson with hot Springs village inside out. He said, I've seen your program. I want to be on your program. I was like, well, this was simpler than I thought it would be. I, I, I thought we would have to beg and plead, you know, and, and just so it's not lost on us, Randy, you know, the different administrations get to do different things. Mm-hmm. We have been able to raid their staff and interview virtually anybody we want because of John Paul, who has been extremely gracious. Yep. Mr. Mr. Hale did not have to allow that. He didn't have to say, sure, Dennis, you and Randy can interview anybody you want. Come on in. I'll even be on your show. He did not have to say that. And we are very grateful for him. Um, Yeah. Excited. I want to make him on. I'm eager, I'm eager, eager, uh, very, very precise, very sharp dresser. Of course, always wants to look good. Always wants to come across very well. Um, 
I'll can't say up, enough nice I'll, I'll, I'll look better for that show than will you is there going to be a tie in your future round oh no no, no. He, he's not no. going to see me in a suit well he'll see you in a suit at your funeral or something right no, maybe he won't no. be there he won't be there you don't know that he could be there no he won't be there <laughs> He won't, he won't be there. We've got a list. I, you know, I, I, early on, I remember telling somebody we're never going to run out of material here. Never. We've never. got, we've got a working Google drive document and I don't know. It's we're easily, we're easily at three dozen. Oh yeah. There's easily oh, yeah. three dozen listings of, of future guests. And, and that's, I mean, there's a boatload that we just haven't put on there yet. Yeah. So, I mean, we've easily got, I mean, we've got right now kind of teed up. We probably got another year's worth of, you know, and we can <laughs> thought about it, but you're right. Yeah. We continue to add, we continue to add to it. Well, it's pretty fascinating, isn't it? I mean, for a place that's got less than 16,000 citizens, it's it, it really, it, well, not know, just that, but well, we, we've got medical people lined up. No, we're not going to get around to all 16,000 because no, sorry, no, not no. all of you. Not all of you are that interesting. But. Yes, we'd like to talk to the assistant dog catcher today. And yeah, no, no, yeah. it's not going to happen. But I'll tell you what, I will make this note. I will make this note. Our very best, um, our very best shows, I think, come from suggestions. So if you have a suggestion, do not be shy. Do not be shy to say, hey, we want to talk to you about pickleball. By the way, we don't have anybody about pickleball. Uh, we don't have anybody. Uh, we, we just finally had an angler step up. We've got somebody scheduled for anglers for, uh, for, uh, fishermen. Uh, we've got tennis now we've got uh community. We, I mean, we're welcome. You're, you're welcome. If, if we don't think it'll fit, we'll, we'll let you know, but so far eh, we're doing good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. Randy, I think you, you, I think it'd be interesting to note what you had sent to me the other day. You, we've made a concerted effort to reach out to virtually every restaurant we can put our hands on. Uh, that's, uh, uh, oh, what's, uh, what's the name of the Cortez? Um, not Rodolfo's. What is it? It's Raffaella's. Oh, Raffaella's. Raffaella's at Cortez, uh, Alana and, and coming back around to people that, these are yeah. hardworking people, you know, yeah. we, we want to support these people mulligans. And yeah, no, we've, we, we want to talk to, we want to talk to all these people. We want to, yeah. uh, well, I, I want to, you know, I want to hear the stories. And, and a lot of these folks I, I've discovered are people that, you know, I, I assumed, well, okay, Dennis knows them, but it's kind of been, it's kind of been interesting. Some of the, it's like, you don't, you don't know them. And that makes it even cooler, you know, oh, for it me. is. Because well, we, we, both, we both go into it just like complete idiots because we don't well, have a clue. Tell them the Mulligan story. I told you that Diane and I typically go to Mulligan's. Mulligan's is the, the restaurant at uh, the Ponce Golf Course. And it's out on the back patio. It's beautiful flagstone little mm-hmm. deck outside. They've got a nice area inside. Great food, great beverages, a lot of nice fun. And I told, I told uh, 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 Randy, I said, you know, Diane and I typically go, typically go there in the spring because it is glorious on the back deck. We well, just- we went in the dead of winter. So we're, and I'll give a shout out. I'll give a shout out to our, uh, our, our, our rental hosts this last time, mm-hmm. uh, Jack and Susan McKenzie nice people yeah i'm surprised they let you stay there well you know <laughs> when you pay people they, they tolerate something you pay them you pay them <laughs> of course we pay them they tolerate they tolerate some things super interesting trying trying to get them you know i mean here 
Give the profile. Give well, the profile. Here, here, here's a woman from the Bahamas. Lovely she's lady. An, she's an accomplished tennis player. Yep. Some people do affectionately refer to her, her as the Bahama Mama. I don't. I do not call her that to her face. But, no. But no. I just. But I just did. I just did to our audience. Um, yeah. Super interesting. Sells airplanes. Sells airplanes. You say has been selling. Jet, not. Not. She doesn't sell airplanes. She sells jets. She sells airplanes. I don't know that they're really? all just jets. She sells okay. airplanes. Has sold airplanes okay. for twenty six years. Really. Uh, he. He is a master. Master's degreed urban planner. You mean like yeah. the village? Yeah. Well, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, that's got, what this I'm, is. Yeah, I'm sure he's got. I'm sure he's got some opinions. But you know, they they came they came from Florida. They lived in the village full time for um, don't quote me on it. Six years, give or take. Mm-hmm. Uh, beautiful home. Beautiful they split. Home they they split their time. They split their time. Uh, they split their time between here and and Florida. Uh, Fort Lauderdale was home, and yeah, perfectly lovely couple. So. Uh, on the East end, mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, we're Ron and I are looking for a place and I, I get my phone out and I'm like Mulligan's. Well, I've never heard of Mulligan's Mulligan's where's Mulligan's. We got to go find, find this place. She said, well, I mean, 1.3 miles down the road. Yeah. Have we not, have we not heard about it? I said, well, I don't know, but it's right here when we walk in. Yep. Ah, oh, man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna absolutely blow it. I had his well, name. Got, on, I'm, I'm, I'm going to. I'm going to buy you time real quick. I'm going to buy you time. When you walk in, it's got a little dumb waiter. It's got a guy, a full size scale picture of a guy holding a waiter, you know, the waiter holding a plate and whatever. Yeah. And it's decorated the, the, they have a collection of beer cans. I mean, a unbelievable collection of beer cans, uh, and really, really nice staff. It's a, and it's just good food. It's just good, quick food. Well, the view, the view was, the view was awesome. You know, we well, you're go, looking we, at the, you're we go and the we driving sit down. Range. Yeah. And I've got a yep. beanie on and the guy comes and says, man, I love your show, you know? And I'm like, okay, well, so that helped. Um, and we've her, never had, we've never had famous people in here before. And you said, oh, yeah, well, that's right. That's right. And I said, well, you still haven't <laughs> never had a celebrity or something. And I said, yeah, well, you still haven't had so. Anyway, yeah, and the food the food was great, service was great, the atmosphere was great. I mean, what's not to like, you know? So yeah, it was it was it was terrific. And then while we were there, it got really cold and there were snow flurries and it was I mean it was bone chilling cold and so we were just staying in and we so we went back. We went back a second time. It's good food. Yeah. And uh you know, and it had a nice little had a nice little crowd. Oh yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. I, I'm just, I'm interested in the businesses. We are interested in the businesses in, in, inside the village and those in proximity of it. And especially the restaurants, you know, we've, we've kind of, I mean, come on the, the Jim and Andrea and, uh, Daniel and Alana, I mean, two really right out of the gate friends of the show. So yeah. we kind of got a, we kind of got a bias. Uh, well, and, and, and Greg, Greg at the Greg, beehive, Greg yeah. Jones at the beehive, same artfully baked. Yeah. Yep, yep. You know, so we've got an affinity for them. We've got an affinity, John Paul. I mean, we haven't had a better, we haven't had a stronger supporter. I don't think than John Paul. And admittedly, he was in a position where he, he could really help us. And, and he did, uh, without even asking. So, uh, we were glad that he kind of saw the vision of what we were trying to do here to shine a bright light on a gorgeous place. So yeah, there's that. Yeah. 
a gorgeous place that has gone dark now, as you can see in the background. It has gone very dark, but I tell you what, in in the back, way back there, way back there, yeah, Mister Gary Mouton's home is getting built. He's in yeah. he's in the he's in the dry and in the tie back. Yeah, yeah. I actually, I did a drone fly over the other day and sent that to him, and he was like, "Wow, thanks." And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm not losing another drone in the drink for you, buddy, but I'll 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 do some shots for you now." You know? Yeah. When they get that built, I'm gonna want to sleep over. over there. Oh yeah, I think so. You know what? <laughs> hey, I, you and I would be we would do a sleepover in the man cave down bottom. Just we oh. don't even have to. We don't even have to have the third floor view. No, We'd be no. happy with the first floor view. Listen, if you know when the when the weather warms up a little bit put a hammock out back and i'll be good you know yeah it's i mean nice view and all that so i'll tell you what i'll pull the and if that falls through then i'm gonna hit up mike varney who we've also had on the show and i'm gonna hit 61 resplendor and oh man i tell just you just hang out in the backyard well, you know, you know uh, randy we really seriously and I, and y'all are listening to us ramble on and i appreciate it you're very kind people by the way um if we had to go back and look at the number of people who have we've been introduced to by this show, Mike Varney, uh, I mean, Joey Clampett, um, I mean, we and we're going to have Joey, we're going to have Joey and his, and his wife, Lynn on there. Yeah, they're in the, queue. they're in the queue. We're well, and, and Raffaella's is in the queue now. Yeah. Uh, we, we've got, well, anyway, uh, I've got to reach out to Joseph Stancil at the blue elephant. We've been there lately. I want to mm-hmm. talk to him. But the the number of people that just keep we just keep getting connected, Clara and Cindy and Ricky and and Greg and I mean the list goes on and on and on. And by the way, in my personal opinion, I don't think Ponce is east. I think Ponce is mid. But that's me. You said you were in the East Village. I thought you were mid. You think that's mid? <laughs> you know, actually, you know what I, I call think I own property in the mid. You do own property in the mid. And I told, um, that's I told, east. That's east of the mid to me. Based well, you on, know, yeah, it is. But you know what I told Stephanie, they built a house. Trademark uh, realty is the midpoint to me. Is that not right? Like what mile hmm. marker? I mean, cause that's mile marker. What? Eight, seven think, and a half, eight. I think, I think Stephanie said that the way that the woodlands was mid, it was real close to the woodlands. But, but the reason I say that is, is because I asked, we, we used to have uh, back when we were begging people to build, uh, we had Renaissance home, built a home, uh, on Ponce on the back nine of Ponce over on number 14 on the yeah, West and Brandon, side. you're still welcome to come on the show. Even yes, though Brandon, this has, Heisman a few times, those of you who know, Brandon, send him <laughs> on over. We, we're still trying to grab him or any other builders. We'll talk to them too. Uh, but, uh, Brandon built over there and I asked, uh, Stephanie one time, I said, why did he select that spot? And she said it was the westernmost spot that people still thought of as Eastern. Let that sink in. Okay. It was the westernmost spot. Yeah, I get it. We'll still think of as Eastern, which makes sense, I but I, I gotta tell you, I think there's, um, and, and I don't know that I've said this on this show before, but I can point out some places in the village of all 284 subdivisions. I can point out some places that I call stretch marks where, you know, where we were talking with, uh, uh, Ernie, Ernie Deaton. Yeah. We were talking with Ernie and, and he said at the bottom of uh, Menorca and DeSoto that they were building 2000 lots a year. 
right in that area where he talk, where you see he's talking about when you go east of Menorca, where that, that's the uh-huh. roller coaster hill most people oh, think yeah. of, which is not far from your property. Um, but f- when you go east of there and you start building 2,000 lots a year, yeah. they were building them so fast. And Ernie even said this, that they went to, they, they built them so fast. They actually had a year or two where they just stopped and said, look, go back and sell the stuff. We just kind of skipped over, yeah. get all that done. And then we're going to start building some more. Right. And that's kind of when they started really building what you and I would consider the East end. Uh, but, but all of that to say, uh, I think that you're going to see and here, but like Those Ponce, you, the mile marker, I mean, Ponce, the mile marker at Ponce is roughly nine, what? Nine, We're talking about where Remax is and where yeah, Arkley Baked is and yeah. all that. I want to say it's nine, but you got to understand. Do they not think the, 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 so do, that's, seriously, I'm, I'm curious. So they don't, people don't think that's on the east side? Here, here's the bottom line. Uh, if you, if you live at mile marker, our Eastern side, sure, I get if, that, if you live, but, if you live at mile marker 17, my yeah. marker nine seems a little iffy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Is it my marker nine? That's what I'm asking. Yeah, it's it's right around nine or ten. I think. I think the wood. Well, here, here's the deal. Here's the deal. After you pass the woodlands on the left hand side, I'm not is sure Phoenix. about that because it seems to me like trademarks like eight. It may be, but you go on down. There's woodlands on the left, okay. and then there's the Phoenix subdivision. And for those of you that don't know. Uh, right behind the the uh, those of you that are totally confused by now about yeah, all this mile yeah, market and, talking. And from those of you that are still even listening, okay, from gate you. to gate, let's let's back up from gate seventeen point three. Okay, seventeen point three miles from gate to gate, mm-hmm. and Ponce is Ponce is going to be. Uh, but here, here's the problem. It's what See, I was about I, to tell you. I can't. Ponce doesn't Ponce, feel like it's much more than four miles in, but maybe but, I'm but wrong. But Ponce, Ponce probably runs from Ponce is probably a mile and a half along DeSoto. That's what I'm trying to explain. Okay, look where you. Well, where I'm you, talking about where I was on Ponce. Yeah, no, no, no. But but look, when you leave Woodlands and you're driving down, going down east on DeSoto on the on the north side of the road, the left hand side of the road as you're going east. Okay. That's the Phoenix subdivision, which is stinking gorgeous. And there maybe might be five houses in there. I don't think okay? I've driven in there. I'm it, it, you you need to go. It's, well, actually, it was designed to be. Uh, what's the. Oh, I say Phoenix. So it's a super small subdivision. No, no, oh, no, 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 no. There's no, just no. not many houses in there. Uh, so you're at the Woodlands. Turn left at the Woodlands and drive in between the woodlands and the, the little fairground, the little, mm-hmm. little grounds that we have there, mm-hmm. go back. There's an Episcopal church on the left, which is beautiful. Go back another hundred. I've never hundred, been, I've never been back there. Go back another hundred feet. And it turns into a gravel road that looks like a roller coaster that goes up and down and back behind there. There's probably four or five roads that the weeds are chest high because there's nothing back there, but it's gorgeous. Right. I mean, it's simply gorgeous. It's part of where the dump grounds used to be, where Cooper would take old stumps and stuff and put back there too. Hmm. But, but all that to say, all that to say, right there past Phoenix, the road turns hard to the right. And on the left-hand side, there's a bunch of prefab buildings. That's gasoline alley. Yep. And there's a Lutheran church on the right. Yep. I know where that's at. Ponce starts just past oh, I know. that church. Yeah. Yeah. It goes from there. Okay. Well, I'm not talking about that Ponce. I'm talking about at the far <laughs> end, like where Claire's <laughs> office is at Remax. I'm talking about that, that Ponce because that's where, that's where, that's where I went brain dead. Where that's do we where, go eat? Mulligan's. Re, that's, where, uh, that's where Mulligan's is. Yeah. yeah that's, Mulligan's that's is on probably. that, that Ponce. I'm talking about that's East End, dude. Yes. 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 That's probably 11 to 12. Yeah. 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 Exactly. I'll, go, I'll go with you there. I'll go exactly. with you. Exactly. Okay. Well, uh, 
and and for those of you that are, you know, if you're at this point in the show and you're still listening, you're a hardcore listener. Let's move on down the road. Oh, well, you as, need to get a life. That's yeah, you do. You need problem. to grow. Yeah. Okay. Need- so anyway, as you go on down the road on the left-hand side, there is the first DeMonte, the main DeMonte entrance. Correct. That's where they're talking about putting the new spa. And it's kind of a timeshare spa. Nobody likes the term shared interest or whatever, but it's a timeshare. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but they'll build that on either side of the road. Brandon has an ownership in that, or at least would be the builder. On the right-hand side of the road, there was a little bitty, just middle of nowhere, actually a model home area where Cooper built three homes right on the side of the road. And they built the uh, Excelsior, the, the, they had a small, medium, and large, basically, is what it comes okay. down to. Yep. And each one of them, the Excelsior had bull-nosed uh, sh- uh, sheetrock edges on the wall, and it had 11-foot ceilings. And the one just down from it was smaller and more modest and whatever. And that subdivision was called Pacifica. Pacifica. And I'm guessing it was, and I say was, I'm guessing it was. 55, 60 acres, something like that. Right. And Cooper had set it aside. I always say that Cooper uses their godlike powers because they are the developer and they get to do that. But Cooper had set aside that block that they were going to develop and they didn't. So they sold it to Brandon. And so he's taken that subdivision and remodeled that entire subdivision that had maybe four or five plats or plots in it. Maybe it had seven he's replanted the entire thing and there's going to be a lot of really, really nice homes in there. That's the next Siega for the people that don't know. As you drive on down the road a little further on the left-hand side, just outside where uh, Pizarro comes into DeSoto for the first time on the left-hand side, there's a the very, very thin, thick thicket of trees of pine trees and that's commercial property. And that's what I had asked Jeff um, Hollingsworth, uh, he had said he was going to build two or three 18 hotel rooms there, 18 complex hotel rooms there, and they would be a smart hotel. And Jeff Hollingsworth is? Jeff Hollingsworth is the daughter and s- the, the son of um, Jane and John, who were some of the oldest in the village, some of the more senior, uh, uh, more longer residents. Jane is the number one realtor in the village. Jane's daughter-in-law, Darla, is John's, uh, John, Jeff's wife. So it's Jeff and Darla, uh, and, and Jeff was actually the owner of Remax for a while. Darla is, is, uh, works with her mother-in-law, and they're the number one real estate team in the village. Uh, but they were talking about putting, I think it was three 18s there, and he said he would be on the show as things got tighter. Mm-hmm. Hadn't happened. I don't know if that's coming or going, but yeah, we'll see where that goes. Yep. Um, and then as we go out the gate on the far right-hand side, uh, Brandon with Renaissance Homes again, purchased that 55 acres from the gate on out to Highway 5 and uh, is going to build a strip mall. He's going to build a, a, a apartments, uh, not apartments, uh, kind of condos or, or multifamily housing. Yeah. Uh, and some uh, some uh, residential and business back there. So, uh, you know, Randy, I, I don't know if any time in the 20 years that I've been here that I could tell you in the next two years, things are going to change dramatically in the next couple of years. Yeah. Well, see HSV inside out didn't exist. So, you know, you start a podcast and everything just blows up in a great, if you'd like to send your thanks and appreciation, mail them to. (laughs) Yeah. What's your mailing address, Randy? Send them to, send them to Bedford, Texas. You don't want to send them here. Right. I don't, 
I'll get an anthrax package or something. So. <laughs> No, but I do want to, I do want to mention our little podcast had nothing to do with it, but well, I don't know. We've contributed a little bit. We have, I hope those of you who would like to talk to us, we have our very own dedicated phone number. Now don't we, Mr. Randy, we do 501-922-5997. And I do it right. I think so. 501-922-5997. We have a 992 number because I own a telephone company mm-hmm. and we would be happy to take your call. If you want to call and just talk with us, you don't want to look up our cell phones. You don't want to bug us on a daily basis. If we can't take your call, it'll go to voicemail and we'll yeah. just both yeah. get a copy and know yeah. what you said. They can also email us. They can he's also Dennis, email us. He's Dennis at I'm Randy at hsvinsideout.com, which is super easy. So yeah. join the Facebook and, group. And I'm trying to think Randy, just uh, for those of you, by the way, we are going to just, the reality I'm sure is. glad that we were just going to hit record for a few minutes because we, yeah, this will just take a minute. This is, been has burning. it been an hour yet? What are you good? Lord of money. I'm fixing to get a notification from zoom that we better shut up, but go ahead. <laughs> what were you going to say? I was just, are we going to talk about April two, which is what the plan is. My friend. I don't do know. Is that the plan? I think it is. I think it is. Let's pull oh, the no. trigger. You know, the plan better than I know the plan. I don't know about that. that that's <laughs> the trouble we're in my friend. April the 2nd probably 10 a.m. Saturday morning, KVRE. That's 92.9 or at KVRE.com. You should be able to hear this program, among others, but we will be making a radio show well, come today's. Saturday morning. Huh? We, they don't want to hear today's. We're not not today. Not no, this show. Not this show. You wouldn't want to hear this on the radio. A better, no, a better episode than this. The well, rambling of fine. crazy people. Tell them about the show, Randy. What do we have in mind? Well, I have no idea. You oh, don't me. do you're that the, to you're, me. You're, you're the, you're the expert. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, it's an hour. It's, it's the, but it's technically an, an hour show. Um, we realize that there's a ton of people that still don't know one thing about us and we just don't hope, listen to podcasts and don't no, see we just the YouTube. Get the, That's we, just not yeah. their media. No, we want to get the word out. And, and by the way, we, we never do mention it, but it, sign up for the newsletter. It is the easy, excuse me. It is the easiest way to consume our shows because you get an email once a week on a Sunday and it gives you the two shows that published the week before or that week of, and you just click the link and it takes you right there. You can watch the video, uh, which is a YouTube video, but you can or watch just it. listen to the audio. You yep. can click play and it's just, it's super easy. We did that on purpose because we knew that there was a large portion of our audience that not real YouTube savvy and not real. Don't, don't have a podcast catcher app or, or uh, like Facebook that much or yeah. Yeah. So <clears throat> we, we want to make it easy, easy to consume, but, but yeah, the radio, uh, huge thanks to, to Alice and everybody over there at the station for, for that partnership. Um, because it's, we, we, we wouldn't be here without KVRE, Randy. That, that's as simple no, as it gets. No, it's, they have been an incredible partner already. You know, I, I talked to John Paul a few weeks ago and I said, you know, I'm, uh, can we work on this? Can we work on this? And John said, we're trying, John Paul said, we're trying to make, uh, we're trying to say yes more often. You couldn't say yes more often than the radio station. They have been extremely gracious yeah, to us. They have, they have so super appreciative and it's, Hey, we're, and we're going to hopefully try to provide some entertaining and, and valuable content, you know, uh, f- for them as well. So 
Yeah, it's great. I'm I'm pumped about it. I'm well, we've got pumped. we've got we're we're in the preliminary stages. You know, we've already had a show with Tracy. We're in the preliminary stages with Scotty Mac and with Alice. Alice is the general manager and daughter of the, the owners. Uh, uh, Tom and Polly own the station, uh, and uh, it's a fascinating place. It really is. And I'll tell you what: with two ice storms in the last two weeks, and the potential for some other weather apparently this next tomorrow night. Um, the fact of the matter is you really realize how much we need terrestrial radio, whether it's streamed online or whether it's just broadcast so you can hear and go, okay, what's closed? What's not, what's the street status? How do we, I, I see so many people on, on Facebook just grasping for well, what are the road conditions? Well, just tune on the radio, man. That's right. That's where they're telling you. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's even more valuable in a community as, as tight as, as hot Springs village is. But you know their numbers are spectacular, crazy. I mean, the, yeah, the, the numbers <laughs> we, in Central Arkansas are really, really super strong. And so, yeah, I'm I'm pumped. I'm I'm super pumped about that partnership. Well, if if we're the little podcast that can, they're the little radio station that did. I mean, the, these guys, yeah. Yeah. they knock it out of the class. They really do. This is a Class C station, which that means that's twenty five thousand watts, which is a you know, a small community radio station. It covers virtually all of Little Rock. It covers all of Hot Springs. It covers most of Russellville. It, I mean, it goes to Conway. It, anyway, yeah. And and uh, I think I think you know they, they they typically go satellite between a certain group of hours, roughly between uh, two p.m. and midnight or something like that. Mm -hmm. They'll go satellite and then it's back live at five a.m. or whatever. But it's interesting radio, and it the, the satellite stuff's interesting, but. It's small community radio where you can call Scotty and Polly Tuesday through Friday or Tuesday through Thursday at, at 1 p.m. And you can say, I want to hear Inagata DeVita. And they will play Inagata DeVita, right. which is not in their basic set lineup. Yeah. You know, I'll have yeah. them play Donnie Brewer, uh, a, a uh -huh. trop rock, a tropical rock guy, kind of like uh, Margaritaville or something. Yeah. I mean, they'll play whatever you ask them to play Monday through Tuesday through Thursday. Where can you do that? Who does that anymore? Do you think there's, is there, is there a big, is there a, is there much of a nostalgia effect in play? Do you think? Cause when I'm there and I, and I stream them sometimes, but you know, I'll go in some stores and stuff. Well, we were in that restore and they played it and I'm, I'm, I'm listening to it play throughout the store and I'm looking at people and I told Rhonda, I said, you know, it's just done it. It just got, it's got such an old school feel to it. Well, here, go down the street, just about a half mile to Jensen's tire and wash your car. And you're sitting there washing your car. And uh -huh. at 741, there's a guy that comes on and goes, it's 741 in beautiful Hot Springs Village, Arkansas, the home of KVRE. That's me. See, I'm the 741 uh -huh. guy. Right. Uh, typically, I, I usually play from five till about 3 a.m., something like that, as long as the live goes. Uh, and I'm also the, it's 56 degrees in beautiful Hot Springs, Arkansas. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, I'm, I'm famous that way. No, I'm yeah, obviously, but right. no, it, it is. And, and I'll tell you what, and I'm going to give a plug just to throw this out to John Chapman. Uh, I'm the guy, I'm, I started off as a tech. I'm the IT tech for the radio station. And I'd always wanted, since I was a wee lass, I had always wanted to be on the radio station. And Alice has been more than gracious. As the political season heats up, they will call me. And you know why they call me, Randy? 
because everybody else has cut a commercial for somebody and they don't want me to sound like some other candidate. Mm -hmm. So for example, they don't want, you know, Tracy to do all of the, the, the governor positions or whatever. So So they go after the low demand person. Exactly. That's me. I'm the (laughs) fill-in. I'm the fill-in guy. That's me. Well, yeah. low talent, low ability, low filling. Yeah. That's yeah. Well, if you're low demand, I'm, I'm no demand. So. <laughs> I think they will hit you this year. <laughs> so you got me beat. That's awesome. Uh, no, no. But That's anyway, awesome. all that said, uh, made my dreams come true. Always wanted to be on the radio. Always wanted to do that. Thought that would be a and whole look at lot you of now. Here you are. I know. Well, in a podcast. Hello. Yeah. But no, they, they have been so gracious to me at every turn, but all that to say, the, the big boy, I watch the numbers. I'm the guy that watches the streaming numbers. I, you know, nobody can tell how much radio wave is absorbed. Mm-hmm. We don't know how many people, unless they fill out their little Nielsen ratings, right. we don't know how many people are listening, but I can promise you how many people are streaming at exactly that moment. I see the demand. I see the need. I see the, whatever. And Mr. John Chapman on the forties at four, where he plays forties nostalgia music. Right. Blows through the roof every Saturday at 4 p.m. Every Saturday at 4 p.m. I can watch the numbers double, triple, quadruple spike, just spike through the roof. And And because music, do what? It's all forties music. It's all forties music. It's Frank Sinatra. It's big band. It's jazz. And he does a lot of trivia. He does a hell of a show, frankly, is what he does. Uh, and you'll hear John on at other times too, but it's, and, and I'm thrilled. And I mean, thrilled to be in this fraternity of people that they would even call on. And I mean that sincerely uh, because I mean, well, Scotty Mack has done this for 52 years. Tom has done this for 63 years. Polly has done this for 60 years. Alice has been in this for over a decade and she was doing other things before Uh, Tracy's done this for 30 years. How long you been here, Dennis? About a year and a half. I I show up on Tuesdays and they have me tell the weather. No, I've actually been doing it about three years, but my point being, yeah. I, I'm, I'm completely, completely a novice compared to these yeah, people. multiple and they lifetimes worth of experience. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I, I won't live long enough to get anywhere close to their experience, but all that said, um, it's a radio station. Like you don't hear anywhere else. It is literally a throwback and it, I yeah. love it. it yeah, it's it's hometown radio, hometown radio. No, I do too. I'm, I'm, we've been, we've been tickled about the partnership, which, which we've had, we've had in place for, you know, for a number of months now, it's just it's just taken us a while to get off the schneid and, and, and get our act together, but Hey, we're still figuring it out. So there's that we're not one yet. We're not even one. We, we shouldn't even be toddling yet. No, well, we're not. We're, we're weebling <laughs> and wobbling is what we're doing. All right. Say good night, Dennis, unless you got something else. No, I don't. Randy, it's a pleasure working with you sincerely. I, it doesn't seem like a year in any way. It's not been a year, but it doesn't even seem like anywhere close to a year. This has been a fantastic ride. I'm glad you called. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad I called too. I'm glad I called too. No, it has been. It has been. It has been. And we're focused, focused, focused like crazy on you guys, the audience. Um, you're constantly on our mind and we're, we're pre-thinking. I will echo what Dennis said earlier. If you've got, if you've got show ideas, call us. The phone number's on the website. Our email addresses are on the website. You know, your feedback helps us. We appreciate the YouTube comments. We appreciate the comments on our website as well. So yeah, feel free, feel free. Chime in, be heard. That's all I got. I, I want to go back to one more person. One last thing, one last shout out. No, mm-hmm. see if you still listen. Stephen Fitzgerald 
Fitzgibbon Fitzgerald. Remember we had dinner mm-hmm. with him the other day. We had, yeah, had, yeah. A, had a coke yeah. with him the other day, probably one of our number one fans. He is always telling us how much he appreciates the, 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 uh, he's our angler connection now. He is, he is, he is, but, but he is also telling us and number one, he likes formula one and, and NASCAR, which uh-huh. is kind of rare in the village. I'm a formula one guy and it's kind of lonely here some days. Uh, a former IT tech network engineer, great, great, great guy. Uh, I, I guess that's one of the things we've always talked about, Randy, too. Just ex-military. To what, ex-military. We, we've always echoed the quality of people in the village. I've, I've not found a dull person yet. Not well, one but person. I think, I think that's largely because our podcast, we attract that type. That's yeah, that's it. We attract interesting people. That's it. Yeah. No, we're we're <laughs> Or crazy ones, either one. Yeah, it's we're we're attracting that that type. No, that was it was great. It was great. Yeah, yeah we had a well, we had a, we had, a, we had a good time. When are you coming back? By the way, do you know? I don't know. Yeah, it'll be soon. It'll be springish, right? Yeah, I'm gonna wait till the weather breaks. But yeah. you know, that could be next week. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I really don't. I don't. I don't. I don't have anything planned. But you never know. I keep. I keep. I keep teasing. Um, Mike, Mike Varney lives in McKinney, Texas, but he's there every week. I keep teasing him. I said, you know, I just need to, I just need to come up and make a trip with you. Some, some. just hitch a ride, man. He's yeah, got I plenty of places to, to stay. Need, yeah. I just need to, I just need to hitch a ride and help him clean some units or whatever, whatever it is, whatever it is he does earn my, earn my keep. So yeah, I might stow away. I might stow away. With you could him. stow away. I don't know. It could be cold in the back of the truck, but I will make note. I will make note. I think he'd let me stay in the cab. It's a four, it's a four door pickup. <laughs> I've never so I hadn't seen it. I yeah. I think it. I'm pretty sure it's a four door pickup. I think so you could ride up front like shotgun. Well, I don't know if he'd let me up front, but <laughs> yeah, I think he'd let me ride in the back seat and not put me in the, not put me in the bed of the thing. Yeah. So let's do a shout out, do a shout out. Mike Varney, uh, five rentals here in the village, five Airbnb vac- village vacay. If you, yeah. if you haven't had a chance, village vacay.com spelled village V A C A. B-A-C-A-Y. B-A-C-A-Y. B-A-C-A-Y dot com. Village so, yeah. Vacay. And I want to I want to shout out about some of these things. You know, Diane and I have some very modest units here on the West End that are really nice. They're very, you know, whatever. Mike has some blow you out of the out of the seat units. I mean, some of these things are just holy cow. Who who would rent this house out? This is really nice. Yeah, they're nice. And I, and he's got some really fair rates on them too. Uh, oh, yeah. When he opens up 61 resplendor, we're, we're both going to, uh, apply for the, uh, <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'm going to ask him if he takes food stamps. Cause, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know that I could even pass the credit check for, I don't know, that place, I don't know. but hopefully he won't look at that one. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. He's got, he's got some, he's got some great properties. They're all around Lake Balboa, you know, a couple of them are on golf courses, does a lot to, to golf, golf parties and stuff, yeah. which is cool. So yeah. Another, another great, another great friend of the show. Well, and I want to shout just, out to Mike and let me hit your ride with you sometime. Exactly. Shout out to him and come on up some, you could stay here too. You know, you don't have to stay at his places. Yeah. Of course you might not want to stay here. But. Yeah. I bring a sleeping bag and a pillow. I can sleep anywhere, but I do want to make note of village vacay, Cindy straight at Remax, uh, yeah. the short-term rentals, the Remax, a uh, village Remax, uh, and then us. And, and I'll tell you why D and D village properties. I'll tell you what happens if you call D and D village properties and we're busy and we are busy, we are booked for March. 
done. And we wanted to, we said, we wanted to mention this Uh, spring break is insane. And you're saying, Oh, there's going to be parties. And no, there will be families here. 99% of the time we have families. We make it. Nobody here in the village wants a party per se. And most times party people don't want to come here. So that's fine with us too. But the reason I'm saying that is, is because uh, Oklahoma will have their their spring break, maybe the first or the fourth, and and Arkansas will have their spring break the third, and then the then Texas may have theirs the second and the fourth. We were Diane and I were sitting and talking to the um, uh, manager at Rolando's. Now Rolando's, if you come to one of our establishments in one of our properties, we're going to point you to Rolando's because it's Cuban Middle American food. I'm not really much on this whole see how hot we can make it kind of thing. Uh, but, but this is a very savory, I'm, 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 I'm broke. I'm not a Tex-Mex guy. I'm like, you know what? I'm probably Cubano guy. What? I'm not either, but I'm a Cajun guy, man. I'll tell you what. I love that Cajun and Danny threw shout out to Danny and give me spices. So Rolando's anyway, Rolando's is a famous older restaurant here in hot Springs, uh, right beside the, um, mountain Valley water. See, I don't just, know anything about it. So this is well, oh, well, I th- we covered this. Do you not watch the no, 360 shows, no. Randy? Do you I, not watch these things? I just look at the camera and act like I'm paying attention. That's good. At, oh, well, I forgot it. it. I I'll forgot go through it. it real quick. Rolando's is in the basement of the bottom level of what was the faded rose. It's right beside okay. Mountain Valley Water. Mountain Valley Cuban? Water in between there Cuisine. is the Hot Springs Opera was in between the two of those. Okay. And they're and now awesome. scraps bark. Yeah. So diane's probably home and we're talking about cuban cuban Cubano, food? it's kind of middle american food okay uh and man it's just savory it's okay. just super savory because it it you know you at tex-mex hot mix you can make it too hot for people and nobody likes it yeah this stuff is so savory it's delicious the pice pisces de macias the fish of the gods is a blackened swordfish they make that has a mola uh, uh, on top of it. It has these big, thick chips. It's divine. But what you don't understand is, is there's a parking deck right beside it, a four-story parking deck, which goes to the, uh, the aristocrat down the way. But there's a four-story parking deck, and that four-story parking deck used to be the Hot Springs Opera until 1962 when they tore it down. Right behind that is the Sunset Trail, which you can walk through the National Forest. Mm-hmm. So if you park on the first, the top level of that, parking deck which there's no right. fee or anything right. you can get out and walk down over to the mountain valley water world headquarters mm-hmm. you can walk out the back to get up on the sunset trail or you can walk to the left and walk to the patio the top patio of rolando's and when you walk in rolando's the third floor of rolando's is an honest to god turn of the century uh speakeasy it was a speakeasy and i'll tell yeah. you why because when you walk in the first floor and you walk over to the side, there's a, it looks like a 15 foot wide stairwell that goes up a flight of stairs, right? Mm-hmm. Wrong. Doesn't it goes go up two flight of stairs. Uh, okay. Because yeah. you pass the second flight because the second flight wasn't in the same. Yeah. Long in the store, short of the story, you would come into the restaurant, walk up the set of stairs, and you would be on the third. Joe sent me speakeasy yeah, level, right, right. on the third level. Right. And then you could go out a door into the Hot Springs Opera get into the opera, take a drink in there or come from the opera and get a drink and go back. Anyway, Rolando's is a amazing piece of history, but we were talking to the manager there on a late January night. And she was like, yeah, it's really slow now. And it's be slow through probably the last week of February, but from February to the end of October, we won't be able to see ourselves coming and going. 
And I'm like, what do you mean? She said, well, they're out there right now. They've got a patio on the back. I'm not exaggerating people. The patio on the back, the walls of the patio are the national forest if, or the national park. If you touch the wall, that's the national park. And there are raccoons that will come down the trees and chitter at you if you don't give them a chip. I'm not making this. A... We need video of that. Oh, well, I, I, be, I think I have some. But I mean, if you don't give them a chip, they'll squawk. We need to have the brain trust of Rolando's on the show. too. You know what we do? We do. And I mean, well, Rolando's is actually based out of Fort Smith and they have another one in Fedville, but they built their first one here. Uh, anyway, it's just a we fantastic again, restaurant. We won't yeah. hold it. And they make yeah. the mo best mojitos on the planet. Uh, it is, it is literally to die for. I mean, literally to die for. And this lady was just telling us that, you know, it doesn't really heat up till the last week of February, but yeah. the, the patio and the, uh, the raccoons and all this out back, yeah they will be slammed. So what you're saying October. to people that are watching, if you're trying to book something for this month, the month of March, you're out of luck. If you're looking for something, uh, in the village for March, you probably need to try and find a hotel room. Yeah. Now, if you want to call me and I'll tell Cindy and we'll go through, through Mike Varney and, and we'll go through every option possible because yeah. we have, we have everything from a one bedroom we have here mm -hmm. to, uh, you know, what Mike has five and six bedroom units right. that said, uh, for golfers typically, but that said, man, th this month is just, th this would be equivalent to August or September. Yeah. Okay. So to reach you, the website for D and D properties is ddvillageprop.com DD as in Dennis and Diana villageprop.com. And, and I'm going to tell you for Mike Varney, who's got four houses that'll uh, sleep. five, five a village vacay village V A C A Y. Uh, and great properties. I'm impressed. And I, I'm a competitor. Yep. Wow. He's got great properties. Yeah, and then Cindy's and, great at Remax. And Cindy's looking down the barrel of probably the better part of 45 properties. And people or can find properties. her by going to. By, they can go to villageshorttermrentals.com, villageshorttermrentals.com, or go to Remax, uh, Remax Hot Springs Village, and they are happy to point you there. Now, Cindy books a lot of people and fills a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, but at that same time, <clears throat> we, it, we all work together, right? You know, no, nobody has as many uses as Cindy by any stretch, Cindy and yeah. Clara, but you know, what do you need? Do you need a one bedroom? Do you need a five bedroom? Well, do yeah. you need something with, you know, and for example, like for Mike's properties and I talked about for golf, well, you know, there's a lot of golf guys that don't want to share a bed and they don't want to share a bedroom. Right. They'd like to have five rooms and five baths and yeah, a really nice hotel basically is what it boils down to. So yeah. There's a wide variety. And I will tell you at DD village prop, we have some great resources, but what you really want to see is the live lake, live lake view camera. So you can check at the weather and go, Ooh, high wind today, or wow, mm -hmm. it's beautiful or whatever. DDvillageprop.com live lake view camera. Yep. Yeah. Randy, yes. I have talked way too long tonight. Yeah, I know it. All right. Say good night, Dennis. Good night, Dennis. Good night, Randy. Pleasure. Appreciate your recording, buddy. All right, man. We appreciate you listening. Subscribe, tell a friend. See ya. Thanks for listening to another episode of Hot Springs Village Inside Out, a podcast where Hot Springs Village, Arkansas is the star. Please subscribe to the podcast. You can do that by visiting our website, hsvinsideout.com, and tell a friend.